The Urbanist is brought to you in association with the Department of Culture and Tourism, Abu Dhabi. Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi is a beacon of hope and inspiration. A catalyst to spark growth and collaboration with museums and experiences, where art and science and nature and technology coexist. The belief of Abu Dhabi that culture is the backbone of our society. Stay tuned for a special episode of the show, in which you can hear His Excellency Mohammed Khalifa Al-Mubarak explain exactly why and how Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi is the perfect place to collaborate, create, and innovate. Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi, proud partner of The Urbanist on Monocle Radio. Hello, I'm Andrew Tuck, and you're listening to Tall Stories on Monocle 24, brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist, the show all about the cities we live in. As North America marks the Labor Day holiday this week, the traditional end of summer, we venture to one of Toronto's most beloved public green spaces during the warmer months, which is nestled in the water of Lake Ontario, a short ferry ride away from the city's downtown. Monocle's Thomas Lewis sent us this postcard from the Toronto Islands. Toronto's public transport network, I think it's safe to say, isn't generally regarded as a particularly beloved fixture of city life here. But one of its services is a personal favourite of mine. It's reliable, swift, perhaps a little crowded during the summer, but it gets you to one of the best parts of the city. It's the city's ferry service, set up in the 1830s, which cruises from the mainland a short distance through the clear water of Lake Ontario to the Toronto Islands. The Toronto Islands is an archipelago formed from a sandbank nestled in the lake about a mile away from the mainland. It's one of the city's most popular green public spaces, particularly during Toronto's hot, humid summers. There are miles of beaches here, parks, a fairground, waterways to cruise a motorboat or paddle a canoe through, and just a wealth of green open space. The islands have, for a long time, represented an escape from the city. Toronto's indigenous founders were said to travel out to the islands for rest and relaxation, as did the city's Victorian settlers later in the 19th century, many of whom built summer houses here. Now there is a school on the islands, spaces for music festivals, an artist's residency, an airport and a population of about 650 people who call the islands home full-time. The islands were designated a public regional park in 1956, but by then they'd already played a role in the city's broader history and sense of itself. Here's Babe Ruth at bat. The legendary US baseball player Babe Ruth hit his first professional home run at the now long-gone 10,000-seater baseball stadium on the islands in 1910. Later, in the early 1970s, the beach at Hanlon's Point, which remains the city's only clothing-optional beach, was the site of the first gay pride parade in the city, which took the form of a tea party on the sand. Toronto Pride is now one of the largest pride festivals in the world. So, the next time you find yourselves in Toronto, join the queue for the island ferry. For 
journey itself and, of course, for the destination. You've been listening to Tall Stories, a Monocle 24 production. Today's episode was written by Thomas Lewis and produced and edited by David Stevens. And remember to tune in on Thursday for the full 30-minute edition of The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye. Thank you for listening, city lovers. <laughs>